Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome to episode 230 for Wednesday, January 26th, 2022. Good morning, everybody. Happy hump day. You know, happy hump day. Maybe it's going to be a good day. I hope it's going to be a good day for me. Uh, this morning's show is going to be a bucking Bronco. I'm just sure of it. The, the There has been uh, much drama behind the scenes pre-show. I, I have, a, as you would guess, I have a very set routine, right? Doing this show. And uh, when... When something, when I get thrown a curveball, it can be a little challenging. Sometimes it's fun to have a challenge. But uh, this morning was uh, not necessarily a fun challenge. It was a little stressful. I I, I was up early, which is normally a good sign. I, I was up uh, 3.30, ridiculously early. Um, but uh, I was... Uh, you know, which is normally a good thing because I have all sorts of time to repair, etc., etc. And um, anyway, then what happened? Well, the internet went out. So the internet was out by like 3.45. Now, normally, you know, I, I don't have a real important stuff to do, but I like to, I like to surf around. I like to look at stuff. And then you know, of course, obviously, I need the internet to do this show. So I'm sweating bullets. While the internet was down a couple hours, that was that was very stressful. And uh, so I was just off my game. And then and then also, you know, we're doing some we're stretching on the show. We're doing trying some new things. Um, I had the great pleasure to uh, sit down with Yak Horseman. Um, Yak has been a lovely member of our of our group. Obviously, he's a, a VIP pepperoni for sure. And it's always fun when Yak calls in, etc. But uh, he's a college kid, and we do our show at 7 a.m. So it's it's not a it's not a real good uh, fit, right? He misses a lot of shows. God love him. Well, I think he was joking around the other day. And uh, he says, uh, hey, I, I want a segment like Tank's segment, you know? I, I want a segment. I think he was joking, but I, I latched right on it. It's like, I love Yak. He's super entertaining. And I thought to myself, absolutely. So um, I, it feels to me like I'm getting right in, in this. I'm going, I'm going for it, uh, which is very apropos because... I'm super. Uh, I'm super nervous about it. We we recorded um, the segment, and then after we recorded the segment, I found out. Well, it's uh, it's too big to go through our system the way we normally do videos. So that was a little bit stressful. So I have this other way, maybe, to show you the yak segment. I have no idea if it's going to work or not. And I, I, I figured this out on the fly as well uh, this morning. This is part of the, you know, the internet was down, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, once the internet was up, normally what I would do, if there's going to be a little offhand video, I upload it into this system, this melon system. I like a good melon, don't you? But uh, anyway, that's where I realized, oh man, it broke the melon system. Can't do it that way. So what am I going to do? Well, I uh, I frantically researched. I have no idea if this is going to work or not, but we're going to try it. We're going to try it, everybody. Thank you for uh, uh, being kind, and let's keep our expectations low. As we uh, as we launch, I'm going to turn down the bed music here. As we launch, really Yak's first uh, his his foray into a segment I, that I hope is, uh, you know, a mainstay, okay? But if there's one thing I know, I know that Yak knows movies.
Yeah, Chorusman, I want to let you know what a coup I believe it is to have you on our show with a regular segment. You, of course, Yak, your your life meets at the crossroads in the movie industry. You have this unique inside viewpoint. And Yak, you had this idea to kind of help share the love and share the knowledge. I'm so glad to have you. We're going to pick your brain on good movies for the weekend. And I think where we've decided to start is let's talk about, is there a movie out now right now, Yak, that uh, you particularly enjoy and want to talk about? Yeah, there is. I feel like in this world, there's either two movies that are really big. I feel like you either get that big, you know, franchise horror movie that really pulls in, you know, the horror crowd, or you get the the Marvel movie, which pulls in, you know, all crowds because Marvel movies make mad money. Um, but I want to like point out a movie that a lot of people probably missed. A lot of people don't probably don't even know exists based on who I've talked to about it. Um, this movie came out a few weeks ago. I think it came out on Christmas. It's called Licorice Pizza. Um, and I think it's, it's going to be a sleeper hit. It's going to become a cult classic in the, in the likes of movies like not so much Pulp Fiction or, or, or stuff like that, but more like the big Lebowski. I, I think the big Lebowski is a great, um, reference point because it's really a story about, about characters more than a story about, you know, a, a story. Um, but licorice pizza, I would say it, it if you're feeling burnout by the Marvel craze or, or, or the, you know, the reboot remake horror craze right now, go, go either find a theater near you that's showing licorice pizza or when it comes out on the Blu-ray, pick it up or rent it or do something and, and give it a watch because it's definitely, it, it may not be a movie for everybody, but I feel like it, it, it hits that, it hits that niche for something that you, you really missed in more modern movies. Yeah. I would say, I mean, honestly, just by saying Big Lebowski, in other words, I think what you're saying is this movie has the potential to be a cult classic. I think so. I, there's not and a lot of cult that, classics um, coming out now, but I feel like this one is definitely going to have its audience. Yeah. Yak, I was going through the uh, – I was looking at the listings the other day because I went, I went and saw the new Spider-Man. We don't necessarily need to talk about that. but um, It's I already been talked about enough. Yeah, yeah, of course. I remembered seeing uh, the licorice, licorice pizza. It's called. Mm -hmm. I remembered seeing that in the listings, and uh, so I know it's out around me. I'm totally going to go see it just simply based on your recommendation. I love the Big Lebowski. I love uh, the cult classic idea, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's excellent. Two thumbs up. Now, if someone doesn't want to go to the theater doesn't want to go, you know, do that whole thing. Maybe someone's afraid of getting the sniffles or whatever. The, um, oh my God, variant. Yeah, yeah. And so if you want to stay at home, let's talk about a good rental, a good classic. What do you suggest if you had to, if you had to tell someone to go, uh, go find a classic this weekend? There's a lot of movies I feel like I could say, because I mean, I'm a movie guy. I love movies, but I think for, if we're going to do this segment, I think I got to start it out with one of my personal favorites. Um, I'm going to say La La Land, La La Land, which came out about five, maybe six years ago. Now it's a, it, it's a movie musical. It's a romance. And those are two genres that, I mean, look at me. <laughs> do I look like I'd like those genres? <laughs> And somehow it has been a movie that I've stuck with this whole time. I, I absolutely adore it. And it's one of my personal favorites. So I would say if you haven't seen it, it's a really good watch. And, you know, it's a good way to start off the, the show, this little La segment. La Land. Are there any big names in that, in that movie? Uh, it's Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Emma Stone mm. and, you know, Ryan Gosling, are, they're, they're pretty... They're pretty big names. <laughs> pretty dreamy, huh? Yeah, Ryan yeah. Gosling, pretty dreamy. Yeah, oh yeah. They, they, they have great on-screen chemistry for that movie. Very cool, very cool. So for the sake of balance, Yak, I'm going to go ahead and uh, suggest a rental as well. I'll give you the, you know, you got to get the old geezer's perspective, right? It can't be all fueled by the young, uh, uh, you know, college Yak <laughs> horseman. I'm going to say um, my suggestion is the in-laws – Peter Falk and, and Alan Arkin. This, in my mind, this is a comedy classic. This comes from a time, first of all, do I know off the top of my head when that movie was uh, created? And I don't, but I would have to say late 80s, maybe. It's a comedy classic, and it just comes from a simpler time. Um, 
you know, it's before all the CGI stuff and everything. And it's kind of an, it's an action comedy, really, really well done. Um, those two actors went on to do some other movies, I think because they had such success with the in-laws and, uh, that's just a good feel good. That's a great family movie too. If you want to want something to show the kids. Yak, have you ever seen that one? Oh, I think you might be muted, buddy. A little glitch in the matrix there. there I've not there seen it, but okay. I definitely, per your recommendation, I'll have to go and see it. Or not go and <laughs> see it. I'll have to go rent so, it. There you go. So I haven't seen La La Land. You haven't seen The In-Laws. Uh, now, what is, is there anything coming up, Yak, that looks interesting to you in theaters that you're kind of excited about? I know I kind of just went on like a, a little bit with that first segment about how horror movies are kind of desaturating our, our, you know, the, the, the landscape of movies right now. But, um, one that I think actually looks pretty interesting is I think it's called the black phone. It's coming out next month, early next month, and it has Ethan Hawke in it. And it looks like it could be an enjoyable horror movie. It looks pretty unique. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of the more modern horror movies, especially like the most recent Scream movie, which was not a very good movie, um, are, I don't know, you know, they're desaturated. You know, they, they, they've really de-emphasized like the, the importance of like the killing. I don't know. They, they, it, it, it's really not, uh, you know, nothing like means anything. It's all, you know, cheap jump scares and really just trying to get you into a seat. Um, but I don't know the, 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 the black phone, which is coming out. It, it looks like it's more than that, which it may not be. It might be a cheap horror slasher, but I think it looks interesting enough. That could be the quote of the day. They've de-emphasized <laughs> the importance of the killings. I love it. And I will, I will say, as we wrap up, I'm going to say, I'll just share that. I think Ethan Hawke is one of the uh, most underrated uh, actors. I think he's, his body of work is really quite impressive. There's something about that, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corsman, as I said, I think this is an absolute coup to to have you on the show. I look forward to many, many more segments like this. And, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Trust me, the pleasure is still mine. <laughs> okay, buddy, we'll see you next time. See ya. Well, wasn't that fun? Can you believe it? That was fun. Thank you, Yak. Ooh, let's get our music back. That's what didn't feel right. You guys, I can't believe I pulled it off. I can't believe I pulled it off. First of all, snagging a Yak Horseman interview, getting on that guy's schedule. That was a major coup, as I said in the video. And uh, and then pulling it off technically, I'm just pleased as punch. I can't tell you how happy I am. I'm, I'm sitting here like a... Uh, I'm like the the Wizard of Oz behind a curtain, right? With I I I really <clears throat> I need a staff for this show. I need I need people here. I need people here. I have a staff, but that's for other shit. Anyway, thank you, Yak Horseman, and I'll have you know that uh, I almost uh, went to that uh, licorice pizza last night. I was thinking to myself. Uh, you know, if I really want to do Yak a solid, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the licorice pizza so I can talk about it. And I thought about it, I even looked it up, I looked up showtimes, you know. And um I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just wasn't feeling it. You know what it was? Here's here's the ultimate thing. I knew I was gonna go to the theater and uh be tempted buy popcorn and whatever the hell else milk does and whatever whatever they seed those places with I just was feeling like you know what I'm gonna cave and I don't want to cave I'm trying to be a good boy I'm trying to get my health back I would call me crazy but I would kind of like to be healthy that that's a goal of mine hello to all the VIP uh, pepperonis it's been great let, um, tank, let me get back to uh, Tank's music homework um Cause it's a good one. Okay, so Tank's music homework today is Rupert Holmes' "Escape," otherwise known as the Pina Colada song. That is classic. It's a good, good love song. Good story. Speaking of love, <laughs> I want to give you guys a, a, a further picture 
on uh, kind of the chaos before I started the show. So as I already talked, I already described my technical difficulty. So it was it was stressful and chaos. Well, about 15 minutes before the show, I was well behind in my, you know, my routine. I was, for some reason, I was going by one of my closets and I, I just noticed this box. And it's like, it's, I guess the ADD is really bad today because I, I thought to myself, uh, what the hell is it? I found myself rummaging through this box and, uh, it's a bunch of old mementos, etc., etc. And you know what? I spent I spent a good seven, eight minutes while needing to get myself organized, you know, for the damn show. It's not the damn show. I love this. You know what I mean, though. I was rummaging through this box of mementos. I was, uh, I didn't know what was in there. A ton of pictures. It, you know, for our uh, uh, Discord, our Throwback Thursday section, oh my God, I have enough photos to, I could post one a day for the next 10 years. I have old letters, old notes. I found an old, an old letter from, from a, an old, old, dear old girlfriend. A real sweetheart. And, uh, I'm just sitting there. Tank says, was the birdcage there? No birdcage. No birdcage. That's a good throwback, Tank. Very nice. Um, You know, I'm beginning to think I might have this cough or... Uh, I, I, I was talking to uh, an acquaintance yesterday who... She got the flu deal, whatever that thing is. She had a cough for almost a solid year, almost a solid year. And this is someone who I'm going to go out on a ledge and just say is is more. Um, she's generally healthier than I am, right? Which I can say that about a lot of people. So I'm a little worried. I'm really trying to be good. I'm not going to go do the movie popcorn today. Good Lord, I'm working the cough button. Whatever. I'm sorry. Mammy, you're, how's your family doing? Don't they have a little bug or something, some flu deal? And have you managed to, to not get it, dear? Yeah, Mammy says, holy moly, that's a lot of, lot of coughing. Well, I've been coughing for about a month now. So... It's the real deal. It's the real deal. And when you're a guy like me, you, you know, you start to, you have regrets. Oh, I, if only I had taken better care of myself and all that stuff. That's just the way I'm wired. I'm pretty hard on myself. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, let's see. What else did I do today? What time is it even? Holy cow, 719. Before I move on, Yak, I, I hope uh, I hope you will continue to do those segments. I think that was really fun. <clears throat> what I we had a timer. I had a timer when we when we uh, recorded that segment, and I was thinking, and I think I said to Yak, it's like five minutes, five minutes. Well, I hit the timer late. I forgot to hit the timer until like two minutes in, and then by the end, I forgot that I had hit the timer late instead of right on time. And uh, anyway, whatever. We're going to try and tighten it up, make it a little tighter. That, for anyone who cares, that video's going live. Uh, Vinny said on uh, YouTube sometime this morning, whatever. So, Mammy says, let's see. The family are doing okay. I'm like Teflon. Nothing sticks on me. Not even the flu deal. That's the spirit, dear. That's the spirit. More than ever, what we need are, are, are very sweet, very nice, tough, strong people. That's what we need. To be totally honest, I don't know if I'm in that cat category. I, I firmly believe I'm sweet and nice. I don't know how strong I am. I guess we'll see. Let's see. 
Oh, tank. Third one, huh? Oh, man. So Hawaii changed the definition of fully boop booped. You got to get all three of the medical procedures that get connected because oinked into your arm, huh? This is what people on air have to do now. <laughs> you just have to, uh, you just have to speak in code anyway. So even though I had this shortage of, um, even though I had this shortage of internet, you know, it was down for a couple hours this morning. I still managed to kick around on uh, Reddit. I still got to try and do my routine. And since we're on Twitch this morning, I'm going to show you some of the today I learned that I thought uh, were kind of fun. Let's see. Let's see if I can pull up one and let's see if I can read it. Today I learned in 2017, scientists began a global search to find a mate for Jeremy, a rare left coiled snake. Oh, sorry, snail. Since his shell coiled in the opposite direction of most snails, his organs couldn't align with others. Two contenders were found, but they mated with each other instead of Jeremy. Can you believe that shit? Now here's, <clears throat> here's just why I found this so funny. Isn't it just like humans and, and science and whatever? With all these freaking problems we have in the world, Someone decided, <laughs> I found a freaking snail who's at a uh, disadvantage here, and we need to, we need to do, we, we need to move uh, heaven and earth to get this snail a love life. <laughs> only, only human beings would do this. Mammy says, Jeremy got friend zoned. Absolutely. <laughs> Tank says Jeremy is probably hung and he can't get any snail snatch. I just think it's hilarious that, uh, you know, who would spend time on that? Don't, don't these scientists need to get funding and stuff? Isn't there someone you answer to? Don't you have to go to some authority figure? And what would that conversation look like? You know, I found this uh, snail. You know, I was out hiking. How did they even find this thing? Who even sees a snail that's like, oh, that snail's wrapped the wrong way. He's going to be celibate for the rest of his life unless someone intervenes. You go to the guy for the funding. And you have to look that person in the eye and say, okay, all right, boss. Here's what I need. I'm going to need it. <clears throat> I'm going to need, you know, a team a team of researchers. Tank says, how do you write a grant for snail porn? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's mind boggling to me that, that someone, that this happened. <laughs> I almost, you know what? I partly hope that it's not true. I actually really hope that it's not true. Good morning, Ode to None. Ode says a snail that dresses left. Yeah. What are the, I, I would like to know, uh, what are the odds, right? What are the odds? I wish a statistician could tell me that, that you would be a snail born, uh, whatever, uh, mirror imaged. I don't know the opposite of what you need to be. So you can't reproduce. What are the odds then that human beings are going to intervene? How many snails are there in the world? A kajillion? And they found the one that's twisted the wrong way. And they... Now, what's funny is, if you read the story, the snail... The the uh, two uh, mates, potential mates... Sorry to be crass, but they did each other. So the guy, after all this... <laughs> forgets doggy style. Snail styles, where's that said tank? Yeah. That's crazy. What a crazy story. Let's see what else we got. Today I learned of a boy in Pakistan who was 100% immune to physical pain due to a genetic condition. 
He would stab his arm without flinching and walk on hot coals barefoot during street performances. He died in 2006 after jumping off a roof for a performance. This, uh, this person's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, I think. Now, he could have stabbed himself with the sharpest knife and been fine. <clears throat> he jumped, what did he do? He jumped, he jumped off a roof. I, I wonder how high the roof was. I mean, I, I totally get making a living due to this, uh, your weirdo, uh, genetic, you know, defect or whatever, which is almost like a superhero thing. Although the, the, uh, beautiful and elusive robo kitty would be able to confirm or deny this. I would think this would actually put him at danger. If he can't feel pain, now he's in danger of doing something. Um, yeah, Georgie, Georgie says immune to pain does not equal invincible yes i would think that the person would have kind of enough brains to oh here's robo kitty here we go she says sounds like all the talent from his brain went into the no pain department <laughs> yeah it's weird and and the guy probably had a good thing going i mean you know essentially it seems like he was living the life of kind of like a sideshow freak kind of thing which I'm sure for some people that beats a desk job, but this guy had to push it and just couldn't think it through. And he's just like, I'm going to jump off a building <laughs> or a house or whatever it was. It reminds me of those events. I, I It seems like uh, I can remember it happening in air shows. Now, thank God, never an air show I went to, but I remember reading about it over the years. <clears throat> going to these events, it happened in circuses too every once in a while. You would go for to be entertained and see someone, you know, risk it all, that sort of thing. And then the, someone would actually die. I'm trying, let me think, have I ever been to an event where someone died? Oh, well, yes, I have. I was at the uh, IndyCar race where Dan Weldon died. So, yes, I have. Let's see, Tank says someone in New York has been denied a heart transplant because he didn't get the boop boop. Here we go. Here we go. Well, that's, uh, <clears throat> I think that's despicable. Despicable. I'll leave it at that. See, sometimes I read, I actually oftentimes, I just, you're you VIPs. Um, speaking of VIPs, I just got a VIP t text. That's kind of fun. Um, sometimes I just I just blurt out your comment before reading it. Not that Tank's comment was a bad comment. That's not what I'm saying at all. But um, I do um, try to be a little careful about uh, that that the flu deal, right? Just because there's such a hysteria around it. Okay, it, it's, it's just none of the rules uh, apply. <clears throat> it is sad, Mammy. It is very sad. I would... Uh, I would donate my heart if I could if I could survive that, but I'm pretty sure I can't survive that. Let's see what else got me in uh, today. I learned. I wonder if there's another one. Okay, here's one. Let's see. Today I learned that in Australia, 2008, Harper Col uh, Harper Collins book, daring book for girls, got into a controversy for encouraging girls to play the didgeridoo. Didgeridoo is considered by the aboriginals to be a men's instrument and is believed to cause infertility to the girls when the girls touch it. That's interesting. I just kind of I just kind of got a 
a kick out of that. I I mean, let, to be honest, didgeridoo is quite phallic, right? If I'm if I understand the the instrument correctly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Georgie girl, the stunning redhead says she has a didgeridoo. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Georgie. Now you don't have to I actually know the answer. Do you have children? Maybe have you been playing the didgeridoo too much? <laughs> hey, plumber's in the house. How's it going, buddy? Good to see you, man. Welcome to uh, today's Bucking Bronco of a show. I think it's actually going way better than I thought. Not that I'm not arguing that today's show is entertaining or of of any quality. I've I've given up. Uh, I'm just it is what it is. But technically, it's gone way better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, the other thing, remember, last two times we've been on Twitch, uh, my over, overpriced MacBook Pro has crashed two times in a row. So that's the other thing. Um, my crack IT team is uh, uh, thinks that I need I had uh, too little space, so we we fixed that. So let's see if it works. But this didgeridoo thing, I do think it's kind of cute in a way. Uh, maybe I don't know if that's mean to say, but it's 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 cute that a society, right? would have kind of, uh, I don't even, uh, uh, what's the word? What's the word? Uh, uh, anyway, they, they, they just don't understand exactly how the world works. Why can't I think of that world word? Superstitions. There we go. Thank you, Stevie Wonder. Georgie does not have any dinky doos. Okay, so, um... Wait a minute. What is going on? Mammy says she has a didgeridoo too. Worst contraception contrapment ever. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. That is so funny. I you you guys, I never would have guessed that there's such didgeridoo ownership among our group. This is this is really stunning to me. Very, very surprising. Anyway, I also think it's funny, too, about this story. So HarperCollins gets in trouble. Wouldn't you have loved to sit in those meetings, right, where they take it so seriously? I mean, obviously, <clears throat> it's a, it's an honest mistake. But uh, just with how PC everyone is having to be, you know, you just can't win. And I think uh, most... You know, most most marketing departments are going to take that sort of stuff very, very seriously. I'm sure some heads some heads rolled, right? Franklin, you fucked up on the didgeridoo book. I'm sorry, but you're out. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Mammy says I brought one back from my travels in Australia, and clearly it failed me. Yes, Mammy has a lot of children, um, which is quite a blessing. How did you find Australia, Mammy? Did you like it? I've always kind of wanted to go Australia, uh, to Australia, and uh, oddly enough, I don't want to go so much anymore. You know? So, anyway. But if you say it's really cool and you must go, then maybe I'll think about it. Um, but it seems like they have more travel restrictions. Kind of like, it sounds like Hawaii's doing. Let's see, did I have any any more uh, today I learned? Yeah, there's another one in here. Let's see what it says. Today I learned in 1962, Governor Nelson Rockefeller of Albany, New York, enacted eminent domain and seized 98 acres of downtown property. This displaced 7,000 people from their homes and closed 400 businesses in order to build the Empire State Plaza. How do you like them apples, people? In the Big Apple? You know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just shocked that uh, one of the Rockefellers 
would take something for their own, you know, for their own uh, plans. I'm just shocked. Those guys are just pretty, seem like really pretty stand-up guys. You know, right out of uh, Leave it to Beaver and shit. The Rockefellers stole property for, from people and displaced them? No way. Good thing that uh, that sort of stuff doesn't happen today. Is everyone having a good hump day so far? I want. I don't think I had another today I learned, did I? I don't think I did. That's all it for the uh, today I learned. Let's see, I have an update on Australia now from Mammy. Let's see what she says. She says, Australia was too hot and I found it only okay. Too many spiders and snakes. Now, that's a real thing in Australia that uh, I find it fascinating that there are so many invasive species and I, I I'm not I'm not very well read on on that topic but from what I understand you know as happens so often so, you know some varmint makes its way over on a ship or something and runs rampant because there's there are no natural predators and then they get the bright idea to bring in the natural predator and then all hell break, breaks loose in another way. From what I understand, Australia has that in spades, right? Like, I remember seeing uh, something. They had a wave of, it was like mice or rats, like just as far as the eye could see. It was biblical, I would even say. Um, spiders. Snakes. I don't do snakes. That's the only thing. I'm like Indiana Jones. We both like hats and we both hate snakes. I actually have a whip too. Get your mind out of the gutter. It's it's just a travel memento from I was somewhere down in uh, South America. Got a really nice legit whip. Very nice actually. Couldn't tell you where it is. It's got to be somewhere in this pile of shit. Is everyone the same way? Does everyone, uh, do you have too much stuff? This, surely Seinfeld has done a bit on this. I, I, I feel like I have too much stuff. It's, uh, it's choking me out. And that South American whip is one of them. And you know what? I haven't had to use it a single time. I saw all the uh, Indiana Jones movies. And I think to myself, well, boy, am I going to be glad I got this, right? Because there I see it with my own two, two eyes. These things come in freaking handy. And uh, I carried around that whip on my, on my hip for like two years. Didn't use it a single freaking time. It's like, this is bullshit. So what I found out is, uh, what I found out is that, uh, Really what I should have done is buy a knife down in South America. Because I find I find that's something I really do need. I use knives all the time. And as a matter of fact, I've now o overcompensated. I, like in my kitchen, I have, I have this area. I, you never know when I'm going to need them. So I try and put them in my uh, pockets. And I try to... Uh, when you need a knife, you want to have one close by or on your person. Otherwise, it just pisses you off. There's nothing worse than needing a knife, knowing you own like nine of them, but you can't get to a single one. I think the ADD is really going. I've had too much coffee. I drank a lot of coffee when the internet went down. Um, I think that's screwing me a little bit. Carlin was the, uh, did the bit on stuff, huh? So, uh, speaking of Carlin, wait, let's, let's see. Tank says, you, uh, you always need a knife. You never know when you need to cut a cheesecake or stab someone in the neck. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Cut a cheesecake, you know. 
Robo Kitty says, your shit is stuff, but everyone else's stuff is shit. That's right. That's right. I And I think what she's saying is, right? It, when so, if, if someone would walk into my house, they'd be like, well, why the hell do you have this? Why the hell do you have that? But to me, it's like it, it makes perfect sense. To me, I need this. I want this. Um, like, as a matter of fact, like, so, uh, here's an example. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this lunch bag. <laughs> All right. Now, so what in the hell is this lunch bag, for example? Uh, so this, I told you I was just minutes before the show, I was rummaging through this box of mementos. And it's like, there's a, now there's a lot of, uh, letters. There's a, um, a ton of pictures and there was this smashed up bag. I was like, what the fuck is that? Did I leave a lunch in there? <laughs> and I was just right before the show, I was looking. So it has all these, pa these papers, all these papers inside. So this is what Robo was talking about. Anyone else would see this and say, that's shit. I'd say, no, no, it's stuff. Because um, what I remembered is I was at a uh, <clears throat> I was at a, a convention. I can't even remember what for, and I can't even remember where it was. But it was like over three days, and there was a group of uh, a group of people. Let's say I don't know, two hundred people there. But we all got to know each other very well. Well, they had us do an exercise at the end, which was kind of interesting. Everyone had to um, write, Robo, I'm going to, I'll make sense. I'll make sense. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. Uh, everyone had to write a note to, I mean, I guess to whoever they wanted. They gave everyone a paper bag. Obviously, here's the paper bag I had. And at the end of this thing, people could write notes and put them in people's, or actually it was throughout the conference, people would write notes, and then you you got to take them home with you. <laughs> Tank says, what does Tank say? Here, let me find it. Keep the bag at the desk in case you start hyperventilating from all the coughing. Word. No doubt. So, anyway, uh, I've lost my comments. I'm actually getting to a point. See, now now I get technical difficulties. Here we go. So anyway, these are all papers. I can't even believe I remember this. This was so many years ago. But these are the notes that people wrote to me. Should we, do you want to read them together? I haven't looked at these in, how long would it have been? 15 years? I'm gonna assume you guys want to. Here we go. First note. I guess they gave people pink uh, pieces of paper. That's kind of weird. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, my throwback mailbag, says Tank. That's what it is. Okay, first note. Tony, what a joy you are. This is from Pam. I don't remember who Pam was. Let's see. Now, it's funny because this game is rigged, right? No one's going to write a shitty note give it to you in this setting so these are all going to be glowing notes I'm pretty sure this is going to be me pumping myself up let's see oh my gosh all right here's here's what this one's on white paper they look at all this writing this is quite the letter holy cow oh my gosh this is from someone named Monique Wow. Tony, your gift of music is amazing. Oh, that's right. I they uh they had a they had a piano there and uh, they asked me to play for something. I, I I remember I accompanied someone. It's fucked up. It's a long time ago. This was in 09. She wrote the year. 2009. So that's what 13 years ago. Your gift of music is amazing. I am so happy for you that you 
peeled the onion and found your gift of music again. Enjoy it. God made it just for you to give you joy and to bring joy to God and to others. This is a very religious person. What I remember now about this conference, it's coming back to me. (laughs) Georgie, awesome comment. She says, I want to write a note to Tony on pink paper. (laughs) All right, I remember it now. Okay. So I remember at this thing, they had a... uh, Some people were putting on a... Uh, like a musical number or something like that as part of this workshop or something. And so they had a, they had like a professional sound system and all these instruments and stuff, but they didn't, um, uh, they didn't, uh, I mean, they didn't have musicians, right? And some lady was doing, it was like a, maybe a talent show. Now, someone in the group knew me pretty well and knew that I played piano, right? And so she went to this lady beforehand. The lady was just going to play a CD, and I guess she had shared like, oh, God, I wish I could have a real accompanist or whatever. So my my friend was like, ah, uh, he could totally do it, you know, to which I backpedaled immediately. Like, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't read music, you know, none of that stuff. And of course, and so then this lady, uh, wouldn't take no for an answer. And even though I explained, I don't read music, etc., etc., She's like, I know you could do it. I was like, all right, play the song for me. So she played the, uh, the CD for me. And then, uh, bada bing. I'll be damned. I actually could play it. (laughs) I listened to it one time. I played it. We did it for the group or whatever. It went great. But, uh, oh, Robo says, I wish I could teach you to read music. I feel like you could learn. Robo Kitty, I wish you could too. And uh, I I would seriously be willing um, to, let's take it semester by semester. Now, I don't think it would work very well over the over this technology. Let's just figure out what we got to do to, uh, you know, be at the same piano. Let's see. So many comments coming through right now. But at Robo, I actually, I would love that. I, I would really love that. Georgie says, pushy broad. You know, that's not the first time that's happened. That happened to me in college as well. There was, again, uh, a, a talent show. It's same same thing. There was a talent show, and this uh, goofy... Uh, let's see, Robo says, I think I told you this before, but I taught my old roommate, uh, f- my old roommate's 45-year-old uncle to read, and he was playing classical music about two years later. That's so cool. It's really cool. So, Robo, because you taught yourself, maybe you have an insight. Maybe it would actually be really, really good for me because you probably understand what it's like to be able to play by ear and all that stuff. To to force yourself to read music, you ha- actually have to regress, I think, a little bit. You know? Anyway, what the hell was I talking about? Oh, yeah, same thing happened in college. There was, like, a talent show. Uh, this uh, girl was going to sing a number. <clears throat> she heard that I played. She was like, you must do it. You must. And I got through that one. It's happened over and over. This happens with weddings too. With weddings, it's interesting. What happens is I'll play a wedding. I, I don't do weddings hardly ever. But every once in a while. But I'll play a wedding and there will be some girl in the audience who uh, I... I I think I've only ever played and sing. I've never like just done back background music. So some girl, some young girl in the audience will, they will decide right then that guy's playing at my wedding. End of story. And then, so then, it, then a few, then eventually she'll get engaged 
and uh, I'll get the phone call or the email. I was at so and so's wedding. I was sitting in the when you played blah blah blah. It moved me so much, and now I'm getting married. And of course, you have to say yes, right? Can't say no. I actually love that. Those are really the only times when someone comes to me and says, "Will you play this thing?" I, if it's for a girl's wedding, I immediately say yes. And it's and. So I never get into the, just so you know, I can, I don't know how to read music, so maybe I can't do it. I just never do that. I just say yes, then I figure it out. It's always gone great. And I think it's really so cool that there are, that, that that's the way the cycle goes. Someone's in the audience and she decides. That's fabulous. What a compliment. So Robo, you just taught him the exact process you learned, huh? That's so cool. That's so cool. I would, uh, I would freaking love that. What the hell was I talking about? Oh, anyway, there, so there's that that letter. That was like a very, uh, there was a lot of God stuff. Here's one. Dear Tony, it was a joy to see you. I have thought of you often and prayed you were still around. This person, what the hell is going on? So... This person knew me from before. Maybe this is the friend that outed me as a musician. I love your spirit. Maybe it is uh, your God presence shining through. This is a very, was this like a religious thing? I don't remember it being a religious thing. I don't know. Anyway, interesting. So I have a, uh, Lord knows how much of this memento shit I have. Now that I've gone through these, I, now I'll now I'll pitch it. I, maybe I'll sit down today and read all of them just because, and then I'll and then I'll pitch it. But that's been sitting there. What did I say? Thirteen years. Kind of crazy stuff. See, and that so that's the point. To anyone else, this is absolute garbage, right? And I guess to me today it's garbage. Now, now that I've had a chance to look at it one more time. I'm sure that's what I was thinking when I tucked it away. It's like, oh, I might, you know, maybe I'll be having a rough day someday and I'll want something to uh, refer back to. Positive vibes. Whatever, today's the day. What else do you guys want to talk about? You know, music is the spice of life, isn't it? I have uh, run across so many people who took lessons as a kid, and uh, one of their biggest regrets is they didn't stick with it. I don't entirely know what it is about um, adults and wishing you could play music. Um, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's a it's a recurring theme. There's a uh, there's a piano teacher who um, teaches uh, many of the kids in the neighborhood. She's this uh, really sweet old lady, and uh, see, Tank says, uh, "I wish I knew how to play guitar." Absolutely. I mean, so you're a you're a total music lover, and I I will say, when it's music lovers. Especially those are especially the people when you can't play an instrument, but you can so appreciate it. I totally get that. I totally get that. <laughs> um, anyway, this piano teacher lady, there have been uh, recitals around the neighborhood uh, for a long. She's just kind of known. So everyone gets uh, like a Zoom. She does it over Zoom now during this flu deal. Like any um, self-respecting geezer, she's terrified, which why wouldn't you be? It's totally understandable. So all her stuff is done over Zoom. And uh, it's another one of these things where she somehow figured out that, uh, that I can play. And so what she does now is she has me play the... Um, she has me do, do the... Um, uh, like the pre-show. I sit there and play while people file into the Zoom, and then and then uh, the kids 
kids get to go. So my goal when I do those things is <clears throat> I want to play so impeccably. I want to play as well as I can so that the kids look like absolute horseshit by the time they go play. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tank says, I want to wear a toga and play my guitar to the ladies and have John Belushi smash it. I will say, I will say, in all seriousness. Now, now, thankfully, Tank, you know, you're you're set. You have your lovely bride, right? You're set. There's no reason to be more appealing to the opposite sex. But I will say, maybe for any young bucks out there, if I said that I didn't uh, uh, use my uh, musical talents to uh, sway a young gal's opinion of me, I I'd be lying. Of course I did. What the hell else am I going to do? I'm not going to do it on my looks, people. I know a guy. This is really interesting. Years ago, there was a guy. Uh, I haven't seen him in a long time, but he was one of these guys. Now, sometimes there's a guy where they pick up like, oh, my gosh, I could get chicks with this. Right. But they don't have the skill yet. And I'm kind of of the belief that there's you either have musical capabilities or you don't. Um, now, now training obviously helps in practicing and all that stuff. So, but you have to have some sort of core competency, uh, some sort of talent, I think, to make it work. And this guy didn't have that. But what he did have is the dream, and. He just determined, I'm going to become a musician so I can impress the girls. And he had this. And so he uh, <coughs> he worked very hard on his image, I remember. Like he, I mean, he walked around just day to day looking like a, like a rock star sort of, sort of guy, kind of. Very trendy, looked great. But then he made the mistake of going ahead. This guy worked so hard at it. He would get gigs and stuff. Like he was like a solo um, kind of singer-songwriter kind of guy. He worked so hard at it. I got to give him credit. He he got gigs all over the place. And he sucked incredibly. <laughs> so he was he was doing the, the work to make the sale. And... Uh, you know, but the problem is he had a horrible product. And then so I think it backfired on him. You know, I think he spent a lot of time just thinking, why? Why am I not uh, fighting the girls off? You know, why are they not all fighting over me? Let's see. Tank says, I'd want to learn to play to entertain myself. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and I mean, that is that is ultimately the real gift for sure. If I added up the hours that I played for myself, you know, I was the only one in the room playing, it would have to be a thousand to one. A thousand to one I was playing for myself versus on a stage or with someone else present or anything like that. Now, the on stage stuff, you know, the ugly kid joke gigs, right? Which they're very hard to get. You have to be very lucky. Um, those are kind of fun because uh, I like they're the only way you can see how you, how you're going to do under pressure. And uh, I think that's kind of fun. Maybe that's partially why I look I like doing this is uh, and especially a show like today where there's so much more going on 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 a Twitch uh, stream. I kind of like that pressure. I, I like to see how I'm going to do. Let's see, Tank says, uh, here's the kicker. I have two guitars in my house and haven't touched them since I brought them in the house. Tank, I'm not kidding. I think this is probably very normal. That's what I think. Uh, I mean, and any, I don't, 
any musician is, buys more instruments than they need. This is a thing. Hell, I have two pianos in my house right now. One I will never touch again. I'm sure of it because of this uh, this one we see behind me right there. Spotify, there's a piano behind me. <laughs> I haven't said hi to Spotify today. This is very normal, but if you, but to never have touched them, that's, that's kind of, I have, let's see, I have two guitars, um, two guitars, two pianos, and the only instrument I've touched in the last two years is the instrument you see behind me. Ah, that's not true. I, I, I played a little bit on the, the one that, that this one replaced. But now it's a dead duck. I'll never touch it again. It's all packed away. It's all packed away. I'm trying to I'm trying to find someone who will uh, take it off my hands. Robo Kitty. Now, so full disclosure. I mean, uh, yeah, I I play guitar, but uh, just like piano, I'm even even more so than piano. I'm completely self-taught. So, really, all I can, uh, <clears throat> so I just, I have my own style, my own, I couldn't tell you the name of a single chord I'm playing or anything, or any, it's, it's, and all it was, was, uh, oh, and she says, why haven't you played it for us? Um, <laughs> well, couple reasons okay number one believe it or not it's hard to mic a guitar it's kind of a pain in the ass now i have i play acoustic guitar i used to have an electric guitar that you know whatever i had for fun but i mean if i'm playing playing i am playing acoustic one is a classical it's a yamaha i think so it has the nylon strings and then one is a uh, taylor um acoustic electric so i can i could Conceivably, I guess maybe I should try it sometime. Plug it in into this board and see see how I could do it. But I mean, it's it would be a major. It's just a pain in the ass, even. And then the other thing is, uh, the reason I haven't played it for you is I haven't played it for me. I mean, in a in a long time. Uh oh, we're kind of locked up here. Um. So I used to. The, the sole reason that uh, I ever even picked up a guitar was to uh, uh, write and sing love songs to Sister Marie. Okay, long time ago. There, I'm back. Um, and so, I think what it's going to take, just the, uh, we got to get the, 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 the love burning again. And then I'll get to the point where I can't stand it. I'll pick up my guitar. I'll have so much energy to release. I'll pick up my guitar and start writing love songs again. Let's see. Ode says, I have three guitars, a banjo, and a mandolin. And they all have about two inches of dust on them. Now, I will tell you, banjo is one that... Uh, I, I've had a mandolin. I, I don't have one now, but... Oh, over the years, I used to own one for a good while. Um, oh, it says I haven't played in probably five years. Uh, banjo to me, I've picked up a banjo a few times, and I it, it's the one stringed instrument that was kind of confusing to me. So, <clears throat> Robo says it's not as complicated. As you're saying, I think you're overthinking it. You're saying like setting up and, and miking a guitar and everything. Oh, wait a minute. She says, I know about miking guitars. Robo, anytime you want to be my sound tech. Please, for the love of God. I accept. All right. So, okay. So that that's not a... That's not an excuse I get. Maybe I'll need, I, I need to put it on my list of uh, fiendish plans for the show. One of these days I'll I'll unpack the guitar, maybe. Wait a minute, we got a Chicago comment. 
Tony, Tank says, Tony, they're closing the Mars Wrigley factory in Oak Park. That's kind of a bummer. I mean, what the hell? What? Are they just moving their operations somewhere else? Are we going to make anything anymore in America? You know? I don't know. Has anyone ever seen the Wrigley Mansion up on, uh, what the hell? Oh, Lake Geneva? It's pretty sweet. We used to go sailing on Lake Geneva all the time. We would, that was our preferred place to sink my dad's sailboat. It was Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Mammy says, I'm still here, but mostly listening because I'm cooking lunch. I can't believe I'm still here, too. It's 8.06. Kind of weird. Um, I do have a meeting in a little bit. Because it's Wednesday. Anyway, that would be that would that would take some balls to pull out the guitar again. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, you and I've been thinking more and more about about doing some piano stuff, just getting getting back into that. It's always a slippery slope for me because it brings back so many memories. You know, I'm such a I'm a I'm an emotional person, and uh, I mean shit. Most of the stuff I did with an instrument was really just about uh, uh, being in love with a girl. That's really most most of what it is. So, so anytime I sit down, a lot of those things come back. I will... T- uh, anyway, I could go on and on. All right, Tank. Have a great day, buddy. Good to see you. I know we're kind of going long here today. Kind of going long. I haven't done a single letter today. Oh, well. Um, maybe I should go to 807. All right, people. Thank you for spending uh, the morning with me. As always, it's always a pleasure. Thanks again to Yak Horseman for uh, giving his time to our show today. And uh, I am going to see that licorice pizza movie that he speaks so highly of. I just got to get some energy. I got to get up some energy and bravery. And I got to find a way not to buy a tub of popcorn, etc., etc. If I can do that, I'm all in on that movie. Um, I love you all and I like you all. Thank you very, very much. Um, I will see you again tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be on Reddit again. And uh, until we meet again tomorrow, people, um, I'm, thank you for helping me remember that I'm a lucky guy. Thank you. I really mean it. And, uh, you know, let's stay strong. Until we meet again tomorrow, I want you to remember, don't take any shit from anybody. Okay? Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.